Hello, hello. (laughs) Right, okay, we can start afresh now. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to the podcast. This is Joyce and Gail. Say hi, Joyce. Hello, (laughs) hello. Okay, and this is called Sojourner Sisters. And we're just going to be talking together from across the Atlantic. Um, We um talking about art and faith and just our journeys. So we're just going to jump straight into it. We've spoken about some questions that we're going to talk to one another about, um, especially because it was just Easter that we celebrated yesterday. So we thought we'll go around the theme of the resurrection hope. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> you have the questions. I do. Questions. All okay, right. Great. So the first question is, why is it important to make whilst we're inspired? Hmm. So I wrote the question and I haven't even thought about it through, like I haven't thought it through all the way. So I don't know if you want to start. Yeah, with sure. I'll, I'll be more than happy to answer it. Go for it. So the first word that popped to my mind when I read this question was a psychology term called flow. Mm. and I cannot pronounce the name of the psychologist who created this term Mm. Um, but the concept is essentially when you're in the zone Mm. per se that once you you're doing something that you're really passionate about and um, you enjoy doing you get in this flow that it's the most productive time I guess that you're creating something So I think about out of all the things that I love to do um, from ice skating to playing basketball, creating music, I must say that I get the most flow when I'm doing art Mm. and I could just do art for hours and hours and hours. And if I didn't need sleep, I could probably do it for days just Mm. constantly. So um, I think it's important that as creatives, we make while we're inspired because Mm. if we're not creating and we're not letting I guess the streams of consciousness flow through our artwork things just become too forced Mm. and I also think about the spiritual life um in first Thessalonians 5 it talks about um you know rejoice always pray unceasingly give thanks in all circumstances and I think as, you know, Christian artists, we constantly need to lean in to the Holy Spirit um, who is, you know, helping us have these flows of creativity. Um, I like John 3 when Jesus is explaining to Nicodemus um, about the Holy Spirit and kind of like how the Holy Spirit goes where he wants to go. Right. Um. So I think like when we as Christian artists create art, we should just allow the Holy Spirit to take us on a journey with him Mm -hmm. through meditating on scripture and then us putting what he has illuminated our eyes to on a canvas or, you know, in a sculpture. Um, So like the flow is ultimately a spiritual thing. I guess that's what I'm trying to. No, I hear that. I hear Tap that. I think, 
that sounds sounds good and I think I would agree and I would say that you know if the Lord has inspired you there and then with an idea or concept like he's given you that idea he's given mm-hmm. you that thought so it's like okay what do you do with it you know he's yeah your hands and it's like okay mm-hmm. let's make something out of this then so that it just isn't redundant it isn't just right. like left to the dirt kind of thing mm-hmm. and I think that's the whole beauty in stewardship as well like if you if God has put a gift in, in you he's given you an idea or a concept or something to just kind of nurture and grow it shouldn't just remain mm-hmm. and, and I think that that is diligence as well as an artist if we're able to just by faith work through those ideas that God has put in our hearts Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I definitely agree with you in terms of the flow the word flow that's so key and um, I think there's beauty in the journey as well like you mentioned definitely. Journey, I think I think whilst we are inspired it's just that initial ignition you know it's like the light bulb mm-hmm. moment and you're like yeah. oh idea okay let's go and mm-hmm. I think that's like the germinating stage it's like the seed mm-hmm. that's just been put into the ground and then it's like starts to sprout and whatnot it's like the early ideas coming out and um yeah yeah I think that's a that's a beautiful thing it's it's good to to jump straight on it when we have have fresh ideas Mm -hmm. and another word of encouragement that I've experienced personally is sometimes the flow that we want doesn't always happen and that's Mm -hmm. okay too um yeah because I think I had a form of writer's block artist block and I needed this coronavirus actually to remind me Mm -hmm. why I am an artist and spending hours upon hours in my childhood room I've been doing a lot of decluttering and just rediscovering my passion for art and also rediscovering Mm -hmm. childlike faith Um, because a lot of my pieces that I created since I was little just have this innocence to it that unfortunately the world tries to take away and I think these concepts and these ideas that um, stemmed from my childhood I'm kind of coming back to again Mm. and then allowing that to um, be portrayed in my artwork but yeah. as a 23-year-old, now I'm approaching it, those same ideas with hopefully a more mature perspective um, that mm-hmm. recognizes, yes, we are called to be faithful ambassadors for Christ. And at the same time, though, we are, you know, sojourners. We're not yeah. meant to, you know, be permanent residents of a fallen world mm. that will eventually be destroyed um yeah, so yeah it's just like thinking about you know in our christian lives how we go through hills and valleys constantly um that's the same thing with our art practice too yeah no most definitely and to be honest that kind of just leads us on to our next question which is who is our inspiration you know um ultimately our inspiration when we're doing all of these things when we have like you're saying the child childlike kind of heart it's nurtured 
ultimately by Christ. Um, and it is the Lord who, again, like we are mentioning, puts these ideas in our hearts. And it's so important to just be led by him primarily. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So good. That's good. Yeah. Do you have a I think also in light of Jesus and in John, how John mm-hmm. introduces Jesus as the word. I think the Mm. Bible is the biggest source of my inspiration. And I used to wonder why the Bible is just in written form. But I'm Mm. growing to have a a greater appreciation for that because God actually invites us to have creativity and to visualize everything Mm. that happens in our own minds, you know? Um, Of course, not being too, too creative, but... Mm. I honestly am so grateful for um, a 10-day experience that I got to go to Israel uh, a few mm. years ago. And that that really helped bring the Bible to life for me. And wow. yeah, I mean, it was incredible. It was through this Christian organization called Passages. And they mm. sent Christian college students to Israel um, for a highly subsidized price. It was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. highly recommend and I've always said I wanted to go to Israel actually yeah. so that's you should amazing. go through passages mm. yeah you're a co- Christian college student technically true yeah. true I-, I can share with you the information thank um, you yeah and then also um, a couple years ago um, the Museum of the Bible was opened in Washington DC and mm. I just love that museum so much because it really embodies Christian art in modern Mm. society. And Mm. it presents the Bible as a historical document, which it is, but Mm. it's not forcing people to, you know, deny everything, pick up their cross and follow Jesus. But it definitely Mm. is a great conversation starter for people that are traveling to D.C. from all over the world and from, you know, different religious backgrounds. And I think when we're most inspired, that enables us to create the best type of artwork. It's true, yeah. It's true. Yeah, and I also think... I also think through experiences as well mm-hmm. is what enables to be to be able to create, and I think that's probably my a lot more my line of work in terms of people's experiences around me, and that's what enables me to kind of think, oh wow, this would this is <laughs> this is a life issue, mm-hmm. or like this is a human problem, or this is something that we can all relate to, and that it's that empathy that is being tapped into that can that really like fuels my work as well I think Mm. oh yeah that's that's so good those two things are really are really cool there's something that you said before I was thinking of um to do with visualizing the bible Mm -hmm. and I think that is the beauty like the bible is so timeless anyway right it just requires reading. Mm-hmm. It requires the the listening as well. Like when people read the scripture out to you, 
then again, it's like what you're saying, the images are being built in your head, but you're also listening. It's like God's voice is now living and active. Mm -hmm. It's present. It's not past tense. It's not future. It's now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like his actual spirit that's actually talking to you Mm -hmm. here and now. And that's such a beautiful thing with scripture. Right. Because again, we know it's, it's timeless and it has the same amount of power it did 2,000 years ago mm-hmm. as it does today. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it's so invaluable. So amazing. It's awesome. And I love how you were mentioning about empathy and I just love the term visual storyteller. And mm. I think that's our calling is to mm. tell stories visually and yeah. just get the conversation started and plant yeah. the seeds um and hopefully those seeds will you know bear gospel fruit Amen. But, um i also think too about you know what we were reading earlier um mm. romans 5 it yes. talks about reconciliation mm. and our goal is to be ministers of the ministry of reconciliation that Jesus has reconciled us to his father and Hmm. he desires that people be reconciled with one another and also that people are ultimately reconciled to God through Jesus. And also I think about the reconciliation of the arts and Hmm. a lot of times I think in traditional Christian settings, you're kind of taught that, you know, Hollywood, art, you know, those are, those are from the devil, like those are dangerous. Mm -hmm. But I also see too, um, just this weekend, the Sight and Sound Theater, which is in the US, they have three locations, one's in Pennsylvania. um, And they had the, the show Jesus um, online this weekend. And Honestly, it was my favorite Sight and Sound Theater um, performance Mm -hmm. that I've seen. And it was just incredible. Like, it felt like you were really taken back in time (laughs) to the epic story of when Jesus Mm -hmm. was alive on the earth. And it just made me really appreciate, you know, performing arts and visual arts. And yeah, that's something that, I believe Christians need to reclaim from the darkness because God is the one who gifts us with artistic talents and abilities. Mm. And the evil one is trying to distort that. Mm. But, you know, obviously God is the author of life. He's the creator. He's the master architect. So we want to point people to him, not to ourselves. No, definitely. And, it's about, I mean, we've spoken about this before, like, mm-hmm. in terms of our our heart is to glorify God through our artwork. That has always been our fundamental heart's cry, knowing that we have this gift to glorify God. And so when you see other people using the gift to glorify themselves or to glorify things that are just less than worthy of, of our Lord, it's like, but god this is this is why you've called Mm. us to kind of be used to redeem this gift because this is something that he has 
just given us just like little scraps of do you get what I mean mm-hmm. to point back to him yeah as he mentioned lights it's like we are little lampposts just dotted around just pointing back to the greater light and he wants to do that even within the arts you know mm-hmm. the art world mm-hmm. as you mentioned it's so dark and it it needs people of faith to to say something mm-hmm. to say something about god yeah um yeah but praise god Definitely. praise god that he's uh, he's allowing us to to do this journey and to actually do it together as well mm-hmm. praise the lord for that man. yeah praise god <laughs> should we move <laughs> on to our next question yes okay sure. awesome so what hope do we have that our work will affect others hmm. i think i mean i know for me i I have hope that it will affect others in the sense that art in and of itself is very awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. I think I was mentioning this, in, mentioning this to you the other day, mm-hmm. that when people see a piece of work, they are stunned. Mm-hmm. They're in awe. They're in wonder. They're like, wow, how did they make mm-hmm. this? How did they construct this? How did they decide to put this colour and this colour together? Or why is that so perfectly like this whatever it is you know and that in and of itself is a trigger in people's minds to think rah this is definitely a gifting that is not of the earth if you get what i mean it's something that's beyond the human um it's a god-given gift basically and so i have the hope that the lord would use whatever we make to inspire others and to to just even because you know where was it i think it's romans in romans one where it does talk about you know um the fact that god is seen in like even nature Mm -hmm. and but then it's like people will block it off yeah they won't they won't want to think that oh that's god Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they will choose to be ignorant Mm -hmm. and but the Lord is so kind and merciful enough to open the hearts of people and to allow them to see glimmers of himself. It's up to mm. them to choose whether whether they want to believe in him or not, right. you know? And so that's kind of the hope that I would have in, in the Lord, that he would open their hearts to mm. be like, whoa, okay. There's something that this person is trying to say about God. Mm-hmm. Will you listen? Yeah. Will you see? Will you hear? Mm. Will you submit surrender yeah yeah true and when I read this question I thought about Hebrews 6 when it talks about we have Jesus as the anchor of our souls Mm -hmm. and how he is firm and secure Mm -hmm. and I just actually just sketched this image of a sailboat and Mm -hmm on it just a piece of paper I'm working on right now and yeah. I drew the anchor going down to the bottom of the sea and mm. I just think about the anchor is going you know to the ground in the sea mm. and how Jesus even though he was king of well he still is but he was with God in perfection in the glorious kingdom yeah. of heaven and the fact that he yeah. came down to earth mm. as <laughs> a humble babe to die Mm. for 
sinners and to die for the very people that would cause yeah. him so much suffering. Yeah. It just really blows my mind. And I think about yeah. how underneath the surface of the water, we can't see most of what's going on. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of danger underneath the waters. But if we have that anchor, if we have Jesus as our anchor, then we are firm and secure. Mm-hmm. We could be approaching an iceberg that we have no idea, you know, the depth mm-hmm. of that iceberg. And we could yeah. be, you know, we could be like the Titanic. We could be about to hit it. Um, yeah. But if we have Jesus anchoring us, he will steer us in the right direction mm-hmm. of where we need to go. Amen. And I also really, I mean, so much imagery with, you know, ships and the ocean, but I also really love the song Captain by Hillsong. Okay. And it kind of, you know, talks about how like Jesus is the captain, mm. you know, of our, our souls and our lives and um how mm. often like we try to take, you know, the steering wheel mm. and we just end up crashing into that iceberg. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I've definitely done that way too yeah. many times to count. Um, but you know Jesus is so patient and loving and gracious but at the same time he's just so all the more we should make him our solid foundation yeah or else we are doomed to destruction not just on earth but eternally yeah and you know I think it's so important as well that we as artists are anchored and we're anchored in something that is unchanging because Mm -hmm. artists we can go through so many thoughts so many emotions so many themes so many concepts we're very sent well we can be sensitive you know and we I mean I'll speak for myself can be largely turbulent you know Mm -hmm. so many we go through so many waves of life so many waves of just thoughts whatever it could be and when we're dealing with these um topics that we want to portray in our artwork mm-hmm. it's it's a lot it's weighty you know you need it someone is. to anchor your soul you need someone to mm-hmm. that is going to be sure in your, your sure foundation um, right. and the rock that you stand on you know and mm-hmm. what better than to have an anchor he's so like firm on on the mm-hmm. on the ground and you know that even he he just he never sways and he never fumble right. and mm-hmm. though you may he will always like hold you fast you know and so it's just so important that we that we do have Christ and that we hold on and that he also holds on to us because mm-hmm. artists we, we definitely we need that we definitely sure. and I think the fact that you brought up how we experience turbulence I think about the turbulence I experienced just by myself mm. But then we also have to think about, wow, we are students yeah. in universities yeah. where most of our tutors, most of our peers are unbelievers. Yeah. And it is so easy to be influenced by the world. Yeah. yeah. And I think about yeah. James 1, 27, mm. um, about how we're, you know, instructed and encouraged not to be stained by the world Mm. and how even just a couple weeks ago one of my tutors was telling me not to think about 
my concept for an art project mm. good and evil she yeah. said there's no good or evil mm. and wow. I was just reminded wow the lines have been blurred yeah. for so many things even family even identity um there's just so many blurred lines in today's yeah. society yeah. um so we need to just really cling on to Christ mm-hmm. and cling on to his word mm-hmm. and his truth and mm-hmm. really be on guard yeah against the enemy because he is very very sneaky yeah amen for real and, and I think I had um, experienced something similar as well um at uni where it was a case of essentially a tutor telling me to you know maybe just put faith on the side for a little bit and mm. focus on the theme underneath it mm-hmm. but in my mind I'm thinking that is the foundational yes. theme that is the mm-hmm. bottom line of what I'm trying to get out in my artwork and so for you to say move it aside so that you mm-hmm. work on this it's like you've actually just missed the point you know right um, mm-hmm. so it's very interesting the world that we are yeah put Definitely. in make artwork yeah it's Mm -hmm. yeah very it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) it is but it's so encouraging to know that we don't have to go through it alone amen and that's another reason why we've created this podcast because yeah if there are other christian artists out there who are feeling burdened Mm -hmm. and they're working on their art projects feeling like Elijah and asking God, where are the rest? You know, I'm the only one. Well, this podcast is an encouragement to those who are faithful to the Lord in their practice that you are not alone. There are other Christian artists out there (laughs) who love Jesus just as much as you do. Yay. 100%. Most definitely. Praise the Lord. What an encouragement. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Right, so those are all the questions. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Joyce? I think I shared everything, Gail. (laughs) (laughs) At least for this week. All right. (laughs) I think this was really fun. This has passed by so quickly, too. I know, right? Praise the Lord. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And we will see you. you guys in the next one. (laughs) (laughs) thanks for joining us bye bye